Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim, and welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And uh, we've got a really strange topic today. The topic is uh, mass suicides of uh, Heaven's Gate. Of course, of course, Heaven's Gate was a cult back in the 1990s in which um, 39 people committed mass suicide. They were having a bad day, Colonel. Uh, I haven't been introduced yet, so I can't talk. <laughs> thank you. Um, so we're going to talk about um, the uh, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, who uh, were leading this very strange UFO-based cult in California. We'll talk about uh, these whack jobs momentarily. Is that, is that a little judgmental? A little bit, but you know. Okay, I mean, I you know, because you know, I'm sensitive when it comes. We are to nothing if not judgmental. I'm not, I'm not judgmental when it comes to mental health, as I was just saying before we started recording. It always amazes me when. Uh, not that there's a lot of crazy people in the world. Oh, uh, there's a lot of crazy people in the world. It's just when they get to all get together and they can get have the same delusion. That's, they have a common goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's always mystified me. But uh, anyway, we're going to talk about this kind of well tragic event that occurred back in 1997. But before we do, let me introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, the queen of mean, the empress of evil, the mistress of the macabre, Satan's dirty little secret, pill-popping, penis-loving, Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm well, Timmy. How are you? Fine. We missed you on Friday. Well, you know, I, being the being the kind and giving manager that I am, took my staff out to eat for Christmas. Uh, does that mean you pay for Christmas? Well, you know, I couldn't get them together any time. You know, everybody has stuff to do. We're very busy. Uh, you, real, it's, you realize it's January 20th. Yeah. It was January 20th. I did realize that, but that's when we could all get together. So, Did you bring them in some Halloween candy today? No, <laughs> and I wouldn't say anything because your staff hates you. You do nothing for them. Well, that was very nice of you, Brandy. Thank you. Um, you do that every year. I do. I have a wonderful team, and they, you know, they keep me employed. So, my my team chose to go to the Olive Garden, so I got off really easy. Oh, and when you're there, you're like family. We were like family. Oh, okay, there's a lot of people in that restaurant I don't want to be related to. Oh, well. But your team is very nice. You got a very good I do. Group, of, group of employees. I do. So, um, 
you know, we we as just assumed when you wasn't here that you were out on a drunk. Yeah, out on a bender like you normally are. I don't know why you would assume that. Well, it was Friday, devil. Yeah, it's Friday, and you're known to you know have long weekends where you, uh, you know, crawl into a bottle. (laughs) I'm not known for that. Blackout weekends. Yeah. Not known for that at all. I had a lovely weekend. I we, assu- we assumed it was either that or you were, you know, paying a visit to your economics professor. <laughs> I know. I had a lovely weekend. I went and visited my nieces and my brother. And Oh, how's Casey doing? He's good. He's good. Girls are giving him fits, which makes me happy. So, okay. you know, you can't beat that. Is he going to come in and see us soon? He says he is. He says as soon as he can get back here. And then I have another brother who wants to come in and. And do and do one. Right. Is yeah. this a, is this the weed smoking brother? The, the yes, hippie brother. The hippie brother. Oh, cool. oh we love to have him too. Yeah, we yeah. love to have him and Casey weed? at the same time. They, no, I well, he, I don't know if he will or not. I doubt yeah. it. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, well, you know. I mean, I'd love to have him either way. But if he if he brought weed, we especially would mm-hmm. welcome him. Well, you know, you know, the, but it, our boss might draw the line at us. You know, and he sh- as well he said, should. You know, as well he should. Cheech and chonging it up in my office. <laughs> we could go to my office. I got an exhaust system in That's there. That's true. So well, the, the, you guys got Chuck there. He's not supposed to be smoking these electronic cigarettes, and he does that all day long. I know. Not all day long. Yeah, no, That's right. You don't pop. get here till noon, so it's not <laughs> That's all true. day. That's true. That's true. Let me introduce our, the other member of our panel, uh, a man uh, who is the moral compass of, of our podcast, the most dangerous man in podcasting today, the very honorable and distinguished Colonel, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm doing good today, Tim. I have a, uh, my, while my skin cancer chances are diminishing, it's it they're slim to none. Um, oh well, now wait a minute. You had a up, you had a checkup on Friday, and the doctor said that there were one percent chance you had skin cancer. Is that well, right? I think he did that just to not make Chuck feel stupid for going to the doctor over an age spot. And you know, now I'm gonna. I felt stupid going in there because Renee made me go, and and that's the scary thing because Renee is one of those people that you know you got blood trickling out your ear, and she's oh, you'll like, be fine. Wipe that shit off and yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Don't bleed on the carpet. Just you know, get it whatever. But then she saw this, and she's like, well, what is that? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, oh, you need, you need to get to the doctor to get that checked out. And I was like, all right, whatever. Well, a week later, it was still there. Well, she, she needed said, to know whether or not she needed to increase your life insurance. Yeah. Or start or open her account on Tinder. And yeah. see, here's a scary thing is uh-huh. Renee has more life insurance on me. Than I, you're worth. I'm worth like $33 a life. Yeah. And she has literally a few hundred thousand dollars worth of life insurance. So you're sort of like Mike Malloy, Michael Malloy, the man who wouldn't die. You got a lot of insurance. <laughs> you're that yeah. guy. I've got insurance I don't even know about. Right. Oh, for um, sure. Now, before we now before we start this though, we have to make a special dedication. Okay. We are going to dedicate this show, and we're going to still be a bad show probably, but. To Tucker. Yes. Yes. We miss Tucker. Uh, Donna Kern lost Tucker. And, and, As know, her dog. I love seeing her. His pictures. Dog. He was. One of his mountain dogs. He's and, a you pretty, know, he just, pretty dog. Yeah, he, he was. And we're sorry for your loss there, Donna. I know she had a, she's had a, a 
bad stretch. She has had a very bad stretch, and and we are thinking about you, Donna, and we want you to want you to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know you, I you know, and 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 I was thinking about this. You know why people are so upset about dogs dying? Why? Because they never have it coming. No, they don't. You know, people no. die, and you think, oh, fuck them. They had it coming. Listen, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, how many people truly, because I came in one time, and Renee had told me somebody that I knew died, and I said to her, it's about time. It's about time they died. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't really care that the person died. The person was evil some bitch to begin with. Yeah, so, it's always funny when, when a person dies they become saintly mm-hmm. you know oh you know, poor, oh they do that to my grandpa poor john he passed away you know poor phil he he passed away i love the way they talk what about, about eddie i eddie that motherfucker still and i had to have this conversation with my sisters is uh after my mom died i was like do you do you guys remember what mom was like because you know my dear mother god rest her soul um, she could be a vengeful, spiteful woman. She got the cancer. She, had a ter- she got the cancer. She had a terrible, terrible temper. Mm-hmm. And she was the most, one of the most unforgiving people I ever met my whole life. Now, you know, I never got on the wrong side, but you did not want to get on the wrong side of my mother. She'd make your life miserable. Yeah. But, uh, but when she died, all of a sudden they canonized her, and she was this, you know. And she, my mom was a very funny you know, she had a great sense of humor. Well, I think part of it, people want to remember the better, you know, the, the better aspects of people's lives and not focus on, you know, negative stuff. Oh, no. Well, my brother died. They gave the eulogies, and uh, his best friend, Al, who was not going to speak because he was just, uh, first of all, he was scared of talking in mm-hmm. front of crowds and, mm-hmm. um, and was afraid he'd be too emotional. They, if you would have listened to my brother's eulogy, you would have thought this some bitch walked on water, fed the poor, did everything. You know, we're sitting there like, who in the hell are they talking about? <laughs> Am I at the right funeral? Mm-hmm. Well, Al decided to get up to give the last eulogy and decided to just lay it all out there where my mm-hmm. brother was. And it was one of the best eulogies that I've ever heard in my whole life. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's okay. You know, I think it's probably better that we remember the better qualities that people have when they're gone instead of focusing. Some people ain't got no good qualities. Though. That's yeah. the whole thing. You remember them and you're like, yeah, what, what am I going to miss about them? Okay, so we want to give a special shout-out to our Patreon supporters, those who support us through patreon.com. If you would like to support the podcast, please go to patreon.com slash historydweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or just a wee tiny little bit. Everything helps. It keeps us on the air, and we really, really do appreciate all of you who, uh, with your, who have been very generous with us um, in supporting the podcast. So thank you very much. And so a special shout-out to Alicia and Chip, Cindy Lou, Bridget Clavey, Jen Moyer, Jason Dykes, who just cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the history goes by. If you're not, if and I don't want to, if you're not friends with Jason on Facebook and you see him, he has some of the funniest damn posts. He does. You should be he friends is, with uh, him. He is hilarious, and I think he's looking at starting his own podcast. We hope he does because I'm sure it will be funny. Um, 
History Goes Bump podcast with Diane Student. Thank you, Diane. Brenda McBride, Amber Trevino, Annette Petre uh, in New York. I felt so bad because, you know, Annette sent us all very nice products that she Annette has They're wonderful. Obsessively calm and she has soaps and creams and um, so I had ordered some stuff and sh- uh, from her and my postal service is like the worst in the world. I mean, it really Oh yeah, did you ever get that out? Yeah, I got the package out, but apparently the package she sent to me came at the same time and eventually they sent it back to her and it was like all bent up and everything. So oh my um, I didn't want to tell her, you know, that because I knew I knew it was I never did get it. And I knew it was my my postal service sucks, which is one of the reasons why I'm looking. You know, I told you guys I'm looking to maybe buy a house somewhere anyway. Um, she sent me a message over the weekend that if they returned it and uh, she's sending it again. So. I'm looking forward to getting it, but I didn't want to bug her about it because I knew it was my postal service because it's just so screwed up. It happens all the time whenever I order anything. Um, Thank you, Annette, for your support of the podcast. Thank you, Lise, over there in Norway. Leslie Hager, thank you, Leslie. Amber Scoville, thank you, Amber, very much. Jahara, really appreciate it, Jahara. Andrew Happ, thank you for your support. Mandy Swanson, thank you, Mandy. Jennifer Siemens and her mother, Linda, as well as uh, Jennifer's son, Hunter. Thank you for your support. Heather Poole, thank you for supporting us through Patreon. Um, Allie and Charlie from the Insight Podcast, our supporters. We're looking forward to seeing them at CrimeCon coming up in June. But thank you, ladies, for supporting the podcast. If you haven't checked out Insight, by all (coughs) means, do so. I listened to them over the weekend and uh, they got a cool episode out now that really looks good I'm going to listen to tonight just came out today Uh, Joe Hopkins thank you for your support Joe is awesome he's not only does he support us on Patreon but he uh, always has nice things to say about us on the different podcast uh, Facebook pages and we really appreciate it, Joe, uh, you being out there. Same way with Mary Ray, uh, two very uh, strong supporters of our podcast, and we really appreciate it. And then, of course, Rudy the Wonder Dog, who donates uh, his hard-earned dollar every month to the podcast. Thank you, Rudy. Um, you're a fine dog. So we're glad you're healthy. <coughs> Rudy, you're a fine dog. What a good wife you will be. No. 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 Let's talk about Heaven's Gate, shall we? I love we a good can. cult. I know, I know. You were, well, you was in a cult for a long time, right? I was not in a cult. Well, you know, she called it, you know, the you know the club, but what? It was still cult. Your your lesbian soccer team. This is a cult, is what this is. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a, her. Uh, He's talking about being Mormon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about her lesbian softball team. Well, either one, but she couldn't drink. The lesbians at least let her drink a Coca-Cola now and then again, but not the cult she was in. She had to drink that Sanka all the time. Oh, my God, Sanka. Mormons have to drink Sanka? (laughs) No. Yeah, they do. We don't drink coffee. They can't have coffee. See, I I learned something. We don't drink anything like that. Mormons cannot have caffeine. No. Well, I wasn't aware that Mormons could not have caffeine. No. Caffeine is a drug. I don't think they can have donuts. Are you allowed to have donuts? I think we're allowed to have donuts. Really? Yeah, it's, it's been a little while since Skittles? I've been there. Can you have Skittles? Yeah. 
Okay. Well, this is a fascinating Skittles. conversation, but can we go? Well, I don't understand the... why I couldn't have Skittles. Can I move on to the story? Me either. I always you don't mind. You know. Shit, I might be a Mormon. Why now are you looking at me? He's the one Skittles who brought it up. Skittles are back on the table. Let's talk about Heaven's Gate, shall we? Not the movie. Heaven's Gate. Not the movie. Not the movie. Was an American UFO cult based in San Diego, California. At least they picked out a cool city to be in. San Diego's lovely. Cults. Cults always pick good cities. Uh, I don't know. Jones World's not. Cold. Yeah. Yeah, but the weather was nice. Yeah, not bad. I mean, they never. You never find a good cult in a cold weather city. Well, where was? Well, Waco, Texas. No, they had they had mm-hmm. good weather. Yeah, it's always in the warm one spot. Well, yeah. if you you know, if you're gonna give up your worldly possessions, you want to at least be warm. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be cold. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't see a ton of cults up in Alaska or, or Minnesota yeah. or something. Right. So anyway. Uh, this cult was led by a man named Marshall Applewhite and a woman named Bonnie Nettles. On March 26, 1997, uh, police discovered the bodies of 39 members of the Heaven's Gate cult, all of whom died of apparent suicide. The group's end coincided with the appearance of the comet Hell Bop. In oh, the Hellbop comment. Yeah, mm-hmm. in 1997. Did you even read this? Uh, Marshall Harif Applewhite <laughs> was the leader of this uh, cult. He was from Texas. Of course he was. He was a self-proclaimed prophet. Most prophets are self-proclaimed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's hard, to get, yeah. it's hard to get certification as a prophet. Yeah. I'm going to be an internet prophet. I'm sure you can I think you, you should. Be. I think you absolutely should. Well, you know, the good thing about prophets is they know, like, they know what shit's going on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They tell you. But they, they never won the lottery. Yeah. Well, well maybe they do. Maybe they just, uh, maybe they all of sharing it. it with us. Right. So anyway, he took, um, this cult um, was a, his beliefs were kind of a mixture of uh, science fiction and uh, from the Bible, also a bunch of bullshit thrown in there. Um, he are, led. Are you calling our it, Lord's word the bullshit? No, I'm thing? calling this shit that he came up with. Oh, okay. fed, the shit he fed these people were is bizarre. Um, he led his group uh, to commit suicide in 1997 in hopes of being lifted into a spaceship. His close partner. Bonnie Lou Nettles decided that Bonnie Lou Bonnie Lou decided that uh, Marshall Applewhite and her were the the two chosen mentioned in the book of uh, the two mentioned in the book of Revelations. Of course, I'm not big a big Bible reader, so I don't know what that refers to. What the book of Revelations? No, I know what the book of Revelations is. I'm not. Ref- I, I'm just not familiar with the two. John wrote the book of Revelations on Oh, a, good, because uh, he knows all about it. He had a bad dream one night and got up and wrote it down. Well, what, who were the two? Were they are they significant? I'm sure they were because it's in the story, but... What's that? Well, they, apparently in the book of Revelations, there's some there's people referred to as the two and PWO, and they believe that that was referring... Apple, uh, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Lou Nettles believe that they were referring to them. Oh, okay. They have a rather high opinion of themselves. Clearly. Yeah, they do. Or did. Yeah. Let's talk about Marshall. Uh, Marshall Harif Applewhite 
was born on May 17, 1931. That's just 10 days or seven days after Brandy's birthday, one week after your birthday, Brandy. Mm-hmm. In 1931, which is about the time you were born anyway. Not really. In Spur, Texas. Spur, like really? spur of the moment? Yeah, like spurs, the things that you cowboys wear. At the, what are yeah. really the purpose of that? Is it kick the horse? To get, yeah, to, yeah, get, to get the, the horse, horse going. Better. That seems abusive. It was. That's why not many people wear them right now. Um, so he uh, he was born on May 17th, 1931 in Spur, Texas. With his, uh, As I said, later on with Bonnie Nettles, they would uh, create this cult commonly known as Heaven's Gate that, uh, as I said, drew from science fiction and the scripture. Uh, and I believe he, when, he, when they're talking about the two, they're probably talking about the two witnesses to me. Yeah, I don't know. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I get an amen here? Amen. Before finding his uh, unusual calling, um, Applewhite seemed to lead a fairly normal life. He graduated from Austin College in 1952, got married the same year, and he spent two years in the U.S. Army in the Signal Corps. Um he was known for his musical and dramatic talents, much like uh, Brandy. Much mm-hmm. like me, only yeah. without the musical or oh, the dramatic part. And the stainless yeah. steel pole. Yeah. Well, you're pretty dry. You're, you're, you got a lot of drama. Oh, you got a lot of drama, girl. You people are fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, Applewhite sang opera. Do you sing any opera, girl? No. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't. Yes, no. I do. No. Why do you do that? <laughs> I, I just wanted to do, uh, get him to make a fool of himself. <laughs> uh, Applewhite sang opera and, and was a good public speaker, much like myself. Yes. Impressing people with his strong baritone voice, Colonel. Yes. <laughs> and like me, his good diction. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> he went running up that hill. <laughs> In the early 1960s, I was just a toddler, he tried for a while to make it as an actor in New York City. New York City? Yeah, New York City. Uh, If you can make it there. You can make it anywhere. You can make it anywhere. Well, he didn't make it there, though. He failed. Um, He failed? He failed miserably in his attempts to be an actor. He then became an assistant professor at the University of Alabama. So the guy's got, you know, something going on. He served as a choir master for several groups. Is those are people like uh, who are like uh, uh, sing but are really into BDSM? They spank the choir when yeah. they get off key. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. happens. <clears throat> and then if you don't have, uh, if the you don't, if no one shows up for choir practice, you just spank yourself. <laughs> spank the spank the monkey. Yeah. Jesus. You spanked the own tune, Timmy. Then he returned to Texas to head up the music department at the University of Houston. So, I mean, you know, he's just, you know, he's in academia. He's, guy's got some, he's got some shit together a little bit. But while in Houston, uh, Applewhite's, Applewhite's life began to falter and fall apart. He and his wife divorced in 1968. They had two children together. There are some reports that he struggled with his sexual identity. That yeah. probably means he's sucking cock, Colonel. But <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I try to clean it up a little bit. How about that? 
You know, because that's what you would have said, and I'm trying to. <laughs> he was giving the occasion. He's trying Omaha, to be better. He was a little confused. Yeah, because you know we get so many um, bad reviews because of our profanity that I try to say just struggling with your sexual identity. <laughs> okay. It sounds better than sucking cock. <laughs> well, that's. You know, I. Uh, Brandy well, struggled well. with her sexual identity when she played nope. softball. No, she wasn't struggling at all. She went <laughs> right with it. It was like, come here, perfectly girl. comfortable. <laughs> yeah, she was, there was no struggle there. All right. Jesus. In 1970, after being fired from the University of St. Thomas in Houston over an alleged homosexual relationship with one of his students. A rat bastard. Well, there's nothing wrong with a homosexual relationship, but he just shouldn't be with one of your students. Well, not with one of your students. Oh, yeah. He's probably, was te he teaching economics? <laughs> <laughs> there's a... Uh... <laughs> hey, I, you know what? I have a question about that, Devil. Why? Why? Because it just... Why? Never because our listeners want to know. Years ago. No, this is don't. about uh, Brandy's relationship with her economics professor oh, God. Uh, in college where she received a C+. <clears throat> I did not. <laughs> no. Macro or micro? <laughs> Oh my God! Both now. What? When you okay? When you're at home with Dave Why on the weekends, I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about economics. I'm talking about him. Was it micro or <laughs> micro or macro? God, I don't even remember anymore. It was 20 years ago. So huh? when you and Dave are at home, and uh, like, do you ever like put on your schoolgirl outfit and have, say, what? "Dave, I, could you help me? Look, I got a. Looks like I got oh, a D teacher. on my paper. Yeah, could you help me with this a little bit?" I mean, is that a game you do? You, are you guys into role play? <laughs> God. Our, yeah. Tell me more about Heaven's Gate. All right. Two years later, uh, after he had his nervous breakdown, he got fired and got divorced. Got, got fired for hitting on one of his students. There you go. And um, he had a nervous breakdown. Two years later, he met a nurse by the name of Bonnie Lou. Lou L-U, not L-O-U, just by, just was she parenthetically, I just want to make. Asian? Uh, no, I don't, no, no, she wasn't Asian. She was a nurse with a strong knowledge of the Bible, as well as an interest in more unusual spiritual matters, much like Brandy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Black arts. Mm -hmm. She's a black magic woman. In the early 1970s, uh, when Applegate was recovering from a heart attack, uh, he, during which he claimed to have a near-death experience. I'd say a heart attack's a near-death. You know, I had a near-death experience Friday. Yeah, with your uh, uh, skin cancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're such an attention whore. God. Yeah. If he said 97%, I could catch you a little break on it. But he's basically telling you not Suck to Suck it up, Sally. Yeah. That's what he's basically saying. He's basically saying you can't sue me. <laughs> now he might be basically yeah, Sometimes saying. we get it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> been wrong before. Uh, anyway, he came to believe that he and his nurse, as this is after he had his nervous breakdown, Marshall became to believe that he and his nurse, Betty, I'm Bonnie, I'm sorry, Bonnie Nettles, were the two, quote unquote, the two that is uh, mentioned as the two witnesses who two, spoke. Of as I the, said, the two witnesses yeah. in the book of Revelation. Yeah, uh, in the Holy Bible. I guess hmm. I should have read the book of Revelations preparing for this podcast, but. I was given a read like a measuring rod and was told, go and measure the temple of God in the altar with its worshipers. <laughs> 
but exclude the outer court. Do not measure it because it has been given to the Gentiles. They will trample on the holy city for 42 months, Timmy, and I will appoint my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. Is it prophesy? Prophecy. He's on Wiki Bible. I'm sure he is. <laughs> so anyway, a um, little bit about Bonnie Nettles. Uh, she was very religious, as I said, and she had some very unorthodox beliefs involving UFOs. Bonnie Lou Truesdale Nettles was born in 1927. She was raised in Houston as a Baptist. She knew the Bible uh, very well, uh, but became interested in otherworldly pursuits as an adult. So she's, you know, she's kind of dabbling into different areas and different uh, beliefs. She graduated from the Herman, Brandy, maybe this was named after you. Maybe. <laughs> Herman Hospital of Professional Nursing in 1948. Yeah, I don't think. Do you teach so. nursing, Devil? I do not. Because you don't seem to have the bedside manner. Especially not in 1948. Devil. Did you breastfeed? Yes. Okay. Why? It was nursing, so it was. No. <laughs> Sure. It's believed to, she worked there several years as a nurse. Uh, she was a married mother of four. And she believed that she had a spiritual guide by the name of Brother Francis. This guy didn't really exist. He was from. <laughs> she had an imaginary. That, yeah, was that her An imaginary guide? guide? Yeah. He she was had a, an alternate an guide. He was a monk <laughs> from the 19th century. Sure. Well, maybe it was Rasputin. No, it was Brother Francis. A friend's calling Frank. <laughs> Frankie. Frankie. Frankie, the, Frankie the monk. Yeah. Hmm. So she learned how to make uh, astrological charts and uh, participated in seances to contact, uh, to make contact with the dead. So, Colonel, I mean, you, if you ever have a seance, no, I mean, you, that, you, 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 this room would be full of spirits. Oh yeah, because everyone you know. But I'd have to get the devil to conjure them up. I'm into the, I'm into the, in, into the uh, pure arts, Timmy. The the saving of the soul. She's into the black arts, the dark arts. I wouldn't mind a, a ghost appearing if I could, you know, if you could have sex with. If there was some way that you could benefit, you know, if you if a the ghosts give blowjobs. <laughs> I don't know, but I would imagine that it would end up still on your on your lap or something. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, how would they? Think, didn't Casper have a girlfriend? Yeah. Casper the ghost. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck would I know? Well, Casper did have a girlfriend. I'm well, sure I, don't, I don't believe they were sexually active. Well, why, why would you have a girlfriend then? I bet they were doing it. Doing a ghost thing. She's doing it all, you know, she's doing it all um, reverse cowboy on Casper. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't really see the purpose of Casper, really. I mean, he was a friendly ghost, but what the what what, what was his purpose? What's the point of a friendly I ghost? I don't know, because I that was before my time. Oh. All right. Before my time. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, she would conduct uh, Betty, or Betty, I keep calling this, her, this woman Betty. Bonnie Nettles would often conduct seances with mediums in order to contact deceased spirits. Well, really, who well, else? What is, other kind are they? <laughs> right. 
Right. You're not going to. You're, you're going to do living you're, spirits. You're not going to do seances to contact living people. It'd just be just crazy. Phone them <laughs> or text or something. <laughs> Skype. I mean, I don't Anything. know. Anything. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so the, the, she was part of this uh, group, a circle group that was held every Wednesday at her house in the relation, and they held these seances. So she's a nut job. In 1972, uh, Nettle, I know this is your people, Brandy, and if I say anything to offend you, if you I don't say, care. No, I care. I, I care deeply. I just don't want you know. Sometimes if I'm too windy, f- Timmy, windy, 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 windy yeah. the ghost. That's yeah. right. She was a friendly ghost too. Well, she was a real friendly. She was ghost. a hoe. Mm-hmm. She was awful friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know she. You think you think Cass River went down on her? I'm sure he, he did. He was friendly. <laughs> he was very friendly. She was friendly. Yeah. I, I guess, and you know, a ghost. I I I don't know what a. I don't know what doing it to a ghost will feel like. No, but haven't you already seen I know what seen doing it with these, the dead feels well, like. I mean, have you ever seen these? Uh, there's been reports where people have claimed to have had sexual contact with ghosts. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it happens. I mean, I've had, uh, what are they called, uh, satyrs or whatever, climbing to bed with me at night. I've had women who I've been with who I thought were dead. Well, that's what I mean. Be married more than a year and a half, and you're pretty in, much into necrophilia after that, Timmy. <laughs> All right, back to the story. Uh, in 1972, um, Nettles, uh, Bonnie here, Bonnie went to see multiple fortune tellers who told her that she would soon meet a mysterious man, Brandy, who was tall with light hair and fair complexion. What? Okay. All right. Would you ride this? in on a pale horse? No, uh, she didn't say anything about a horse. The, scri- the description was fairly close to the, the um, uh, Marshall Apple, Applewhite. So she took that as a sign. Because in 1972, while she was in Minerva, she met uh, Marshall. Who was recovering from his heart attack. Yeah, where his near-death experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, but there's been uh, – there was um, – Conflicting reports on that. Some report that she met him when after he had his heart attack and she cared for him. The other report is that they actually met one of the drama classes that he taught. But be that as it may, it is known that directly after their meeting, uh, Bonnie Nettles did an astrological reading for Marshall Applewhite and uh, in which she found an alignment between their stars. Oh, well... And you can't fight that. No, that's no, that's, that's not something no, you, you can't even try to get by. I mean, you just yeah. surrender to it. Yeah, you pretty much have to just spread your legs at that point, don't you, Colonel? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I've used that a few times <laughs> because I can make an astrological chart. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that doesn't I've surprise. Does that up. surprise you, Brandy? That no, can, but you're 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 of the you're interested in the dark uh, arts. Have you made astrological charts before? No. She's more about stealing souls. But right. I mean, you've you you you've attended e- these conventions and sacrifices. And, you know, witch con or whatever. Yeah, witch con. Witch con. <laughs> <laughs> well, you 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 have right? No, I go to the psych the psychic fair. Okay, well, same thing. It's not, but no, I don't know how to make an astrological do chart. Do you be- do you believe in astrology? I no. Here's my question. How you, how come you got to make a reservation and register for the psychic fair? You don't. 
Don't you think they know you coming? <laughs> you would think so. You yeah. don't. You gotta you gotta tell them hey, ISVP to the yeah. psychics. Bear. You don't. Well, you don't have them? to. Oh, you don't. Are no. they pretty cool? Yeah, it's very cool actually. What did you readings and bunch of hippies, very low low oh hippies drama, cool vibe. Yeah, yeah nice. but hygiene's not great with hippies. Well, you well, keep saying that. I know some very clean hippies. I don't know why you keep putting down hippies. They have I mom. like hippies. I'm not putting down hippies. I'm They're just saying. In, they, be, they believe in free love. They smoke pot. What's not to like? There's The monks. lack of bathing is what I don't like. They now, if they, if they, okay. You're stereotyping something from the 1960s. Oh, really? I'm the one who stereotypes. Yes. I've been, to the, I've been to many communes in my life. <laughs> People are very clean. Okay, well, if they're you know if they're bathing in clean lake water or whatnot, I guess they could be clean. But I'm just saying, back in the '70s, just, you when know what? Just focus on you, just focus on your skin cancer. <laughs> so, any Brandy, at these events, mm-hmm. do they do, do do they have like um, do they do they do seances or anything like that, or is it more just no, palm reading? And no, they don't do seances. They'll have um, like there there are mediums there that will talk to you know talk to dead people and okay so they do communicate Mm -hmm, they They say they do okay they say they do they have monks there it's pretty cool do they have monkeys monkeys or monks 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 do they do they wear orange and do they have like a little bald head yes do they and yeah they look like the um uh that cartoon guy from avatar not avatar the movie the last airbender avatar guy but does Thelonious monk ever come? Who? Thelonious. So these are Franciscan no. monks, or they're just self-proclaimed monks? No, no, okay. no, no. They're 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 the kind that do that, like the Tibetan throat singing. Oh, okay. They come. They're pretty cool. Okay. And then the only time I've ever do been, they bathe? Yeah. The only okay. time I've ever been really weirded out is when some guy in a cape came up and like was burning sage over my head, telling me mm. he was cleansing my aura. Oh, I'm oh, like, shit. you're going to need to get the hell away yeah, from me. Yeah, you need a whole yeah. bell at well, for that. you know, first of all, <laughs> don't, don't you don't have that me. much. You don't have that much time. Yeah. Don't Unless come at me wearing a cape. With one of those plasma cutters, he ain't going to no. get nothing out of your Don't aura. come at me wearing a cape. <laughs> that wears me out. <laughs> you know a what? I'm, I am going to bring the cape back. I would love to wear the cape back, bring the cape back, but here's the thing. Oh. I want And I want one of those capes that like, you know, okay, so you see me coming across, there's a foggy moor, and I've got the cloak mm-hmm. and whatever. Uh-huh. That, but once you're inside, no, lose the cape. You you're know what inside. I'm going to bring back? Because I like them. Parachute pants. Oh God, for sure. Oh yeah. <gasps> bring back hammer pants. That would be good. Oh yeah, hammer time pants. We can do the we can do the typewriter. <laughs> we could. Let's yes. do the typewriter at uh, Crime Con. We will. <laughs> hammer time. All right, we'll do the alligator too. Let's go back to I Heaven's Gate. Stay on topic. Thank you. All right, so it's these two nuts meet up. They get together. She does this chart for him. Finds out that their <laughs> <laughs> stars are aligned. It's very judgmental today. I know. Well, I mean, look, I, I'm okay with crazy. I mean, I love crazy people. Yeah, you wouldn't get laid without crazy I, well, people. Well, no, I mean. you know, I, I'm, you know, half nuts myself. But it just always amazes me when people get together that are, you know, they find they're they they're crazy intertwines. It just Amazing. Anyway, Applegate uh, explained to her, to Betty, a Bonnie. Why do I keep calling her Betty? He explained to Bonnie his ideas about heavenly connections, thoroughly convincing her of their truth. He decided that um, that Bonnie 
was to be the sage, and he was to be the speaker. Um, so they got together the New Year's Day of 1973 in their quest to spread the word, to spread their gospel. Her three youngest children were left to remain with their father, while her oldest uh, child, Terry, who was in 20, was skeptical of her mother's idea. Imagine <laughs> that. Um, whatever the case, the pair believed they were shared the same type of spiritual connection. You know, you've met people before you share a connection with, and, you know, Not for, for very long. Connection. When we met Brandy, we had a connection right away, don't you think? No, I hated you. Not I don't spiritual. know why that was. We had a connection, Timmy. Chuck, I sent you an email, and you still haven't. I sent an email telling you I was looking forward to working with you, and you still haven't responded to it yet. Will you fucking respond to that already? <laughs> it's been it's been five years. <laughs> you know, no, we, don't you think we had a connection? We were friends right away. We were well, we were, but I had to be careful. You took my friend's job. So I did not take your friend's you, job. Well, you did. No. So I had to be careful. Who was your friend? Kim. I didn't take her, no, job. I took her job. I was just yeah, I was hired, and I didn't know. No, her. Kim was gone by then. Yeah. I uh, Tim took my job. No. Yeah, I kind of took his job. I had both jobs. I had BSU and career coaches. Yeah, he took Kim's job. I did not. No, Kim I'm was under me. I'm just telling at that you, time. it doesn't matter anymore. We're friends now. God damn it. Well, I'm just saying. saying we were friends right away. I I felt comfortable with you right away, and I. Well, I am that kind of person too. You was not going. You was leaving, and I went and bugged until they hired you. Did I not, Charles? He did actually. He uh, against so my he should. against my ju- whatever <laughs> against your better judgment. <laughs> yeah. Chuck advocated for you as well, but we both wanted you to stay. And you well, were, you know, you had no choices at the time either, did you? Well, it wasn't only that. I liked you. I wanted you to say we had a spiritual connection. Okay. Okay. Just like if you say so, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. Okay. Yes. The, Our stars were aligned. Your two crazies intertwined. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, it's worked out well. We have a nice podcast. We do. We're friends. We are. Yeah. We don't give him Percocet anymore, but you know, I keep it for myself. Why you don't give him Percocet? Well, she's selfish. Oh, God, no Percocet. I'm selfish. Anyway, guess what they did? Uh, Applewhite. the friendship. Well, not, well, but they probably did that as well. But they opened a spiritual bookstore together in Houston called Christian Arts Center. Sure. But the business failed. Oh. Sorry, sorry to say. Their friendship solidified over the years, mostly due to their ser- shared obsession with the works of science fiction. And a lifestyle that is was characterized by abstinence, abstinence, abstinence. Yeah. Okay. From worldly pleasures in order to pursue spiritual goals. Hey, that's lovely lifestyle, at Colonel. I don't want any part of that lifestyle. <laughs> you you have it by default. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I don't have a choice in my abstinence. <laughs> the following year, um, Bonnie Nettles divorced her husband, left her family of four children to travel across the country with Marshall Apple. What's so funny is that they, you know, leaving your family is okay. Yeah. But we're going to practice abstinence and, you know, well, give up all our worldly shit. Well, you give up your worldly shit, you give up your kids. Right, Colonel? Well, that's that's the good Christian way. I really way. got no worldly shit, Timmy. Yeah. I got what I'm wearing. You have, you have Renee's worldly I shit. I got this nice ink pen here. Yeah. That is nice. 
So Applewhite and Nettles um, came to believe that they were the figures mentioned in the book of Revelations. The two witnesses. Yes, yeah. and they were on a divine mission. I believe we've covered that. I'm reading what's on the fucking script. <laughs> have you guys ever read the Bible? Uh, yeah, I have. Why don't you take a refresh on it? Go to church on a Sunday to. or something. Timmy, you need to get somebody. Timmy Listen needs to the church Jehovah and Witnesses that knock on the door on Saturday. Talk I, to them for a while. I haven't something. been. Oh, I did once. It was some Jehovah Witness. She was hot, man. No, it was a Mormon. <laughs> it was a Mormon. And she was from like Utah or something. She was Native American. I mean, she was smoking. I've talked to her for like two hours and 45 minutes. Oh. And see, you could have like five of her. And I found you could have they, marry I found her, they, get more, nah, more. I found more, out they get, didn't sleep around. They don't? Nah. Your Mormons are what, chaste or something? You got to marry well, yeah, them, man. You get married. What the you, have to, you marry you, and you breed. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, that's, uh, that's, that's I, fine. I, I just like I the like breeding without the marriage. I don't so, want breeding. I just want... Anyway. So these two numbnuts were uninterested in earthly laws, so they skipped out on motel and food bills. So they died and dashed. <laughs> nice. Well, it's an earthly law. What? That's the way God wanted it. Yeah. Uh, they were both arrested in 1974 for credit card fraud, uh, but the charges were later dropped. Uh, but at the time, it was discovered that Applewhite was wanted for car theft, having rented a vehicle and never returned it. Well... Is that really theft? Yeah. I mean, if you if you it's more rent, forgetfulness. It, yeah, forget. Well, All of a sudden, more, forgetfulness is a it's crime. More, it's now. more running up the tab. Right. Yeah, we're criminalizing. Yeah. Forgetfulness. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nettles, of course, kept in touch with Applewhite while he served his six months in prison by stealing the car. I wonder how what his time in prison was like because, you know, I I see a lot of. Uh, raping going on there. I, no, I bet people stay the fuck away from him. <laughs> That's true. You know, I had a friend who was a, a small guy, but he was nut. He was just fucking crazy, and no one fucked with him. Yeah, because, you know, you you can't predict crazy. Like, right. you can't fight crazy. Right, because like you, you don't know what they're going to do. They might no. just, they might pick up, like, a fire extinguisher. They could shank you or hug mm, yeah. you. Yeah. You can't outrun a crackhead. You can't outfox crazy. Rules of life. I'm going to have that put on. I'm going to have a tattoo of that. I'm going to have, gonna have it yeah. stitched on a pillow. I had to spend, one day I had to spend the entire day from 8 o'clock in the morning to 11.30 at night at the Justice Center in a holding cell. And if you know, they got the big ass, <laughs> it's a real Yeah, I'm familiar cell. with the Justice Center, Colonel. My, okay. I visited my dates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. You had to pick them up. <laughs> yeah. And I had a, uh, I had a, uh, suit on uh-huh. and I was uncomfortable in this suit I was supposed to go down and just get myself checked in and fingerprint it and sent on my way I had an OR bond is what they called it and it was it was over it was a, actually a clerical error yeah so it was a, it's a clerical error it was a misunderstanding yeah. so what had happened was <laughs> yeah it was one of those things he said he, he hit his neighbor with a trash can or something <laughs> so it was no. This was just actually, it actually was a mistake. And uh, but because Al Gore was in town, the Secret Service was using the fingerprint machine. I had to stay down there all damn day from eight o'clock in the morning till ten o'clock. What did you do? I just sat there. No, what well, did you nothing. do? He masturbated. You, just, you don't just get sent down to the justice center to get fingerprinted for being staying home mind your own business. What did you do? I, this one I it don't was a particularly clerical recall. He can't even remember. He doesn't remember. I've never been arrested in my <laughs> life, and this guy can't even remember what this event was that led to him being hauled off to the Justice Center 
He's Dane Bramage. All I remember is that I had a suit on, and because I had a suit on, if, in, in this big hold, this holding cell, you didn't have to wear the jumpsuit and the uh, no. And they the kept me in the, in the holding cell, and they would bring people in, and you'd have two different types of people. They people that were either going to jail there at the justice center, or they were going to being taken away to a prison, a serious yeah. prison. Mm-hmm. Well, people that were getting taken away to a serious prison, they would bring down to the holding cell till they would pick them up. So there's just like me and two other guys in there, and it's a huge ass room. So I fall asleep on a bench. How can you fucking fall asleep? I'd they, be, I, I would be peeing myself. <laughs> they bring, they bring in. All of a sudden, I wake up. There's like 30 people in this room. People sitting on the floor, and I'm sleeping on a bench. They didn't want to bother you. They didn't want to bother me at all. And you know why? Because I had a suit on, and they thought everybody. I think thought. I was like an undercover person in uh you know, in yeah, a I'm really sucky undercover person. <laughs> yeah, I know, wearing <laughs> yeah, a shoe. I had my shoes taken off, put I, down on my thing, nobody stole my shoes. I think no. it was the fact that we, we were talking about a while ago, they probably thought he was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that could have well been. Well, like, don't again, mess with the, the fact that he sat suit. there masturbating probably had <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with it. So anyway, you so get this bored guy, down there. I bet. So this guy, during this time, this guy does what anybody would do, spending six months in prison. Mm-hmm. He works out his manifesto. Oh, yeah. So See, that's a good thing about prison. You can write your manifesto. You got some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Write your manifesto. So he borrowed from Christianity and re- rejected a lot of tradition. Uh, he borrowed some from Christianity, but they rejected a lot of the, you know, traditional. Yeah, like religion. thou shalt not steal a rental car. <laughs> right. So they also incorporated elements of science fiction, believing that they were alien life forms uh, that were a level above human. They proposed that heaven was a physical place that existed on another level, and that it was their mission to help others make the transition from Earth to the next level. See, that's the problem. If you want to do that shit, that's fine. Just don't help other people well, make that transition. So both of these mm-hmm. nutcases believe that they were the chosen ones that were put on earth to fulfill biblical prophecies. So as a partnership, they believed that they were of higher intelligence than most other human beings. and they wanted, like us. <laughs> and they wanted to find like-minded individuals to join them in their prophecy-fulfilling crusade. We need to start a call, Colonel. I believe we do. If there's any listeners out there interested in joining, uh, and you're we willing need a good to name. give up all your worldly goods to and us, to us, to right? us, yeah. And you believe in free, free love, free to love you. to you, <laughs> to me. <laughs> unless you, unless you're, you know, of the male. Persuasion. Or yeah, unless you're a male. If you're a woman, you believe in free love or at least reasonable love. <laughs> yeah, reasonably priced <laughs> love. Reasonably priced love. Sale price <laughs> love. Discount love. <laughs> right. Discount love, Timmy. Yeah, we're 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 uh, we're there for you. Well, good. So, after Applewhite was released, they hit the road. All right. So many people during the 1970s were exploring all sorts of spiritual and metaphysic beliefs. Uh, they even found a few interested people to join them. Hmm. More people became interested, and they had about 20 new members joining after a 1975 meeting in Oregon. There's people up there, though. Oh, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's whole. That's well. When it rains all the time, that's got to screw with your head. That's cultivating up there. Yeah, that's that's called Central up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So the 
group actually eventually grew to about 200 members. Damn. I wonder if Shonda's in the call. Isn't Shonda? I don't think she from is. From up there? Hmm? Shonda and Larry, yeah. yeah. No, nah, Shonda's just, Shonda's a uh, naturalist. Okay. But Shonda's from a Oregon. Hippie. But, but they're She's from Oregon. A clean hippie. They're from Oregon, right? Well, they're probably serial killers then. Everybody from Washington, no. Oregon, serial in order, killers. In order no, to seek, they're a nice couple. In order to seek out their crew, Nettles and Applewhite published advertisements, probably on Backpage. And held they, many. You know what? They, they what? Are, they're censored Backpage now. You can't. What? Yeah, the host. Is this Trump? Is well, this got to do no, with Trump? It's, it's something to do with the human trafficking. They're trying to cut yeah, down on that. But you know what? Now it's on the. They have a dating section, so you go to the oh, dating section. Yeah, and then it's all the whores are there. Well, nobody is for human trafficking. No, I mean you know, I mean everyone's. A, I mean obviously no one's for human trafficking, but yeah, a lot of these girls, a lot of them are independent and they, you know, they're independent they're, business they're owners. entrepreneurs. Well, they are. They're making money. I'm not saying now. I'm not saying there's no such thing as pimps or people are not being uh, exploited. It ain't easy. But a lot of them are not being exploited. There. I mean, you know, there's there's women there who actually it's a choice for them, and they make a lot of money. So for them, well, there's inherent value in breasts and. Yeah. Girly parts. Too. Yeah, I know. There's there's money in that. You're dirt. like a there's walking gold mine. There's gold you in that. You know what you are? You're, you're just an ATM devil. But I mean, it's not to make light that there are people being exploited. But I'm just saying that there's also women who do it and are not being exploited, and uh, it's taken away an option for them to make a living. Yeah. All right. So it's in order fair. to seek out their crew, Nettles and Applewhite published advertisements and held many events in which they promised newbies that their participation would bring them to a higher evolutionary level. You know, this all sounds very familiar. Yeah. Uh, those who I'm, I'm at a higher evolutionary level myself. Hey, look, the view up here is just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. Oh. Uh, those who joined Heaven's Gate had a very unique, eccentric, and unorthodox belief system. Are you ready? Here we yes. go. Yes, tell us about their beliefs. They believed that they had to shed every aspect of their human existence on planet Earth in order to be eligible for the new level. Sounds well, that fair. makes sense. Sounds fair. Uh, their I'm, own with you. Version, I'm down. I'm down so far. Their own version of eternal happiness, peace, and escape from human torture and suffering. Yeah, I don't blame them. Um, so this is it's nice to get away. So mm -hmm. Apple White and Nettles decided to change their born given names to Bo and Peep. Oh, Bo, oh. Bo and Peep. That makes sense. Yeah. And I wonder if they and had a little Bo and Peep. And eventually to Doe and T. So they didn't like Bo and Peep, or they just decided I guess they, not. they want to mix it up a little bit? They're evolving. I wonder if they call each other. Well, they didn't have sex, I don't guess. No, but they're evolving. Okay, so now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There, Bo oh, Doe yeah. and who? So, what's her? What? What was the other two names? Bo and Peep, and then they became Doe and T. Doe and okay. To cope with their growing flock, Nettles and Applewhite often sent their followers out to travel the country. All right, fair enough. Yes, so they were recruiting. If I had uh, if I had a cult, I would send them out recruiting and uh, fundraising for them. I'd send the homely ones out. Yeah. yeah. So the, the nice looking ones you keep for the free love for thing. the concubines. Yeah. So they also had their members shed every personal aspect about themselves, including their sexuality, their jobs, money, individuality, and practically anything that attached them as humanoids on Earth. Oh, the humanoids. Yes. Did you have to? new to yourself uh they get to get we get to that hanging out uh, ah! this concept was based around cleansing yourself See, cleansing you're yourself you're worried about the dirty dirty hippies these are very clean yeah uh, so uh, they're not hippies i don't know what you call they them. worked as a team and applewhite was the speaker and nettles was the sage oh. known by many names sort of like i'm the sage of this <laughs> podcast <laughs> Not like that at all. You are the wise old man. I, I, I see myself as a, <laughs> a, a as a mentor to the both of you. I think you. Do should, you see uh, yourself that way? Yeah. That's I delusional. think you should start wearing a robe, Timmy. I think I think you should start wearing. <laughs> He's damn near there now. <laughs> you know he do. Bathrobe or you should become Dumbledore. <laughs> start dressing like Dumbledore. You Timmy. should. All right. Yeah. I will. I'll, I'll give it some thought. You know, when we was, this is just a quick one, but when we was kids, my it. friends was all Catholic, and they had to go to church every Sunday. But they had an 8 o'clock mass, so they would run in to the 8 o'clock mass, they get the little program or whatever, and then they would look at the priest to see what color, you know, those little uh, yeah. scarves that they wear. Oh, just they to wear prove that colors. they were there. So when they would get home, their moms would ask them, uh-huh. well, what did the priest wear? Oh, he had on white and purple. Oh. oh, okay. And they had the little program. They never went to church. The damn heathens. Mm-hmm. They're going to burn for all eternity. So they were known, they ended up actually being known by more than just those names that I mentioned earlier. They were known as, they, the names they were known included Guinea and Pig. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Doggy and Style. <laughs> right. Master and Bait. Um... Uh, Bo and Peep, and then the two. Yeah, the they two. were the two. They really like that the two thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, these that comes from Revelations, Colonel. Yeah, Book of Revelation. These crazy shits, uh, they from outer space attracted a lot of media attention as well as a lot of followers. The crew, as they called themselves. The who crew. Else, who else calls his little group of people the crew? We had the, <laughs> who? They're not a crew. I'm just saying. 
Uh -huh. uh, the crew, as they called themselves, used numerous method methods of recruitment as they toured the United States in destitution, proclaiming the gospel of higher level metamorphosis. How'd they get oh. gas money? How'd they even get that? I Actually, think they, they probably. You know what they did? Hitchhike. No, you know what they did. They, what? Uh, later on, they would have some of the. I mean, they had they attracted some very smart people. And they had, they created a uh, uh, IT business and they would work on, a, uh, you know, they would work on people's websites and whatever. And they, they brought in a lot of dough, end up buying, you know, San Diego is a very expensive, you know, property. Yeah, right. And they ended up buying property there in San Diego based on this internet. This is like, you know, right at the beginning of the uh, IT boom um, in the 90s. And um, they end up, uh, you know, they have people working for them. They, and in fact, their website. Is this in any in, of this? In probably. But in fact, their <laughs> website, there's a website. They, they have a website now. Okay. So they, they're they proclaiming this gospel. Heavensgate.com? Yeah, it's heavensgate.com. I believe that's it. Oh. Proclaiming the gospel of higher level metamorphosis, the deceit of humans by false god spirits, envelopment with sunlight for meditative healing, and the divinity of the UFO two, as Applewhite and Nettles had been nicknamed. There's Jesus. a UFO two. Yeah. There, yeah. Now see how many. There's people, a lot going on. That's what I mean. I mean, I, I understand crazy, but how do you coordinate your crazy? I'm, that's uh, that's what I can't understand. Throughout the late '70s and early '80s, as their belief system developed around the cult of personalities, membership grew. Open only to adults over the age of 18. Well, group members gave up their material possessions and lived at a highly Ascet was it ascetic life mm. devoid of many indulgences. Well, you know, that was smart of them to keep uh, to just adults because then they wouldn't have well, right. the law enforcement coming down on them. Uh, the group was tightly knit and everything was shared communally. Mm. In public, members always carried only a $5 bill and one roll of quarters. Yeah, just, you know, you just know in what, case. You know what that was? I, I bet it's going to tell me here in just a second. Yeah, it's. Um, okay, so it's going to tell me. Right. Not you. Right. The right. Well, see, if it doesn't, me. I will tell you. Okay. Heaven's Gate member, members believed that the planet Earth was about to be recycled uh, and that the only chance for, of survival was to leave it immediately. Okay. So, so that was the fair. So the reason why they had five bucks in their pocket? Well, they hadn't got that far yet, but is, that was probably the fair to uh, get no, out of there. No, it was actually because... Is that the cost to get into heaven now? No, mm -hmm. it was actually because they would be out recruiting people and... The, if they get stopped by the police, they had to have some money on them or they would get they would violate vagrancy law. They'd be Otis. They'd yeah. be locked up like Otis was. Yeah, so they all had... I believe that's why I had to go down to the jail for vagrancy. <laughs> While the group was formally <laughs> just against... Walking, just walking to lunch, back from lunch. Yeah. <laughs> While the group was formally against suicide, they defined suicide in their own context yeah. to mean to turn against the next level when it is being offered and believe that their human bodies were only vessels meant to help them on their journey. The group believed in several paths for a person to leave Earth and survive before the recycling, one of which was hating this world strongly enough. What? You know, uh, Jeff Chestnut, Dr. Jeff? Yeah. He yeah. posted a pic picture on the History Weaves the podcast page of him wearing a monocle. Nice. Yeah. I haven't I seen that yet. Yeah, monocles are cool. Uh, They're coming back with the capes. And the cane. And you could be Mr. Peanut. And Mr. Peanut got a lot of pussy in his day. <laughs> he did. He did. He, 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 he busted a nut. Okay. Jesus. 
So <laughs> he was a monocle man. <laughs> so you had this. You had to. You had to hate this world. Um, it's you also know possible. Are, are our panty droppers, man. Oh yeah. It's also possible that part of our test of faith is our hating this world, even our flesh body, to the extent to be willing to leave it without any proof of the next level's existence. Well, you gotta have faith. Mm. Did George Michael say that? Yes. He you have to have faith. have faith. I got faith. Nope. Faith. Nope. 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 Baby. Uh, no. No. Oh. The member of this. Group, He's already dead. He can't kill him. <laughs> the members of this group. Yeah, but, he, but this one here is killing me. Oh. The, the other guy in Wham is still alive. So. He is. So. The members of the group added Odie O D Y to their first names. They adopted in lieu of their. So I would be like Tim Odie. Yes. Okay. Uh, in lieu of their original given names, all this are made, is making perfectly good sense, which would define the children of the next level. Oh, of course. In the months prior to their deaths, three members, Thurston Odie, Sylvie Odie, and Elaine Odie, worked for Advanced Development Group Inc., producing computer-based instruction for the U.S. Army. Upon resigning from ADG, the three the three informed their supervisor that they had completed their mission. A few weeks later, they were dead. So, oh. Well, that makes sense. Eight of the male members of the group, including Applewhite, voluntarily underwent castration in Mexico. Now, Colonel. Oh, no. <laughs> would you voluntarily, Colonel? Now, you're a religious man. Yeah. Very religious. Would you voluntarily do like these men did and go down to Mexico and become castrated? I would not do that. I, I, I once woke up in a bathtub full of ice with one of my kidneys gone, but mm -hmm. I didn't do that voluntarily. Well, um, you know, castration is serious business. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. You better get a chainsaw, too. And when you're doing your manscaping, you got to be careful. <laughs> no, no, you can, nick, you can nick yourself up, but you ain't going to castrate. No, I, you, uh, what, you, are you, what are you manscaping <laughs> with? You don't, hedge you, clippers. A straight razor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you actually plugging your hedge clippers into the wall? <laughs> got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Brandy, what's your thoughts on castration? <laughs> She's done it to about five people. <laughs> She's pro castration. Oh, God. Okay, so the group earned revenues. She's all, mm. uh, She was all excited about moving to Cuba because she heard that there was Castro there. So she was castration. She was... What the fuck? I know. I was reaching there. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. It almost worked, though. So the group earned revenues by offering professional website development for pay paying clients under the name Higher Source. Man, I thought I heard that somewhere before. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like there's an echo. Mm. Some sociologists agree that the popular movement of alternative religious experience and individualism found in collective spiritual experiences during that time helped contribute to the growth of of the new religious movement. Let me go out on a limb and say I think they were fucking nuts. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with the new spiritualism. I think it had more to do with they were fucking nuts. But Shh. that's just me. I don't want to judge. Sheilaism. <laughs> Sheilaism. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. Sheilaism, as yeah. it became known, was a way for people to merge their diverse religious backgrounds and coalesce with a shared generalized faith. Which followers of new religious sects like Applewhite's crew found a very appetizing alternative to traditional dogmas in Judaism, Catholicism, and evangelical Christianity. Yeah, so they were taking a little Jesus. bit of uh, a little bit of each. Timmy was on the dictionary when he wrote all this. Shit. <laughs> I know. Jesus, <laughs> I mean, good lord. I you know. Um, I, I try to do what I can. 
many of Applewhite's. Somebody got a thesaurus for Christmas. (laughs) Somebody found that app on their phone. (laughs) Many of Applewhite and Nettle's crew hailed from these very diverse backgrounds. You know, there's not that many famous people named Sheila, when you think about it. You know, I thought Sheila. Sheila E. I would have thought Sheilaism was feminism down in Australia. No. I thought it was uh, Sheilaism. I I thought it it was uh, the love of Sheila E. Revolved around Sheila E. (laughs) In that case, you're all in, aren't you? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Let's see. Many of Applewhite and Nettles' crews hailed from these very diverse backgrounds. Most of them are described by researchers as having been longtime truth seekers or spiritual hippies who had long since believed in attempting to find themselves through spiritual means, combining faiths in a sort of cultural milieu well into the mid-80s. You like that? Milieu. You like that? (laughs) However, remarkably, many of these same researchers note that not all of Applewhite's crew were hippies recruited from far-left alternative religious backgrounds. In fact, one such recruit early on was John Craig, a respected Republican running for the Colorado House of Representatives at the time of joining in 1975. As recruit members grew and its well, pre- he lost 39 votes. <laughs> well, as recruit members grew in its pre-internet okay, days, the clan of UFO followers all seemed to have in common a need for communal belonging in an alternative path to higher existence. Without the constraints of institutionalized faith. See, and I'm all for that. I'm just against the castration piece. I don't know why I have to have my belly whack or whack. I don't think. Do you know how castration works? Well, it cuts your balls off, right? Yeah. Just well, your balls? Your, yeah. Can you still get a woody? No. No. What? No. That's the whole point. Yeah. You don't. You're not tempted. So you gotta you, have still. You still have to have something to pee out of. I mean, so. Yeah, but I mean, you. You. I'm just saying. So you could you wake up with a pee boner? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm sure. Our, I'm sure our audience would know. Someone in our audience would know a little bit more about castration. I have not researched it myself that Dr. much. Doctor Jeff might be able to help us out because there, I, scientifically. I, but then, then there's then there's uh, chemical castration. I wonder if that's what mm-hmm. they did. It was not the physical castration. I they, don't know. Did they, just, they have no, chemical they castration back then? In the nineties, I'm sure they did. In Mexico, in the nineties, probably that's probably probably wasn't allowed here. That's so what you put some sulfuric acid on your testicles? Is uh, no, you it's some kind of it's like a shot or something. Uh, let's Fucking see. Castration, man. The group made I'm national. Opposed. Let me go on record saying <laughs> I'm opposed to castration. Okay. Well, it depends on who. No, I'm, a, I'm uh, totally well, opposed. Well, see, because what you know what it it might be you today, but tomorrow it could be me. So I'm opposed to castration. <laughs> uh, see, altogether. It depends because in in the handbook of Colonel Justice, castration. Yeah, it's, let me define it. It is any action, surgical, chemical, or otherwise. I don't know what otherwise would be. Like an accident. <laughs> like an accident. By which an individual loses use of the testicles. Okay. Oh, okay, but can you, okay, I got to look up, can you get a bone with a castration? Can also be, a term can also be used to refer to the removal of ovaries. So women could be uh, Yes, there's castrated. female castration. Oh, and we don't like that either. All right. No, we're opposed. Let's let's all go on record and say we're opposed. I am to opposed cast. to it. Except right. for child molesters. So, the yeah, group. Yeah, that, that would be an exception. But uh, as overall, I'm opposed to castration. So the group made the national news in 1975, and were the subject of a book, UFO Missionaries Extraordinary, the following I year. I wonder if you castrate, do you get horny? 
No. Well, I'm looking up post-castration. I so. No, I mean, you just have no interest in sex at all after you... I don't think after so. They I don't think so, but I don't know. Uh, because see. a lot of times they will offer, you know, in some states they will offer... You can still get an erection and have an orgasm. Well, no, I thought they, they, they would, in some states they offer that at, to try, uh, repeat sex offenders mm-hmm. as a way to shorten their <clears throat> sentence. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, I was guessing then that you, you would have no sexual desire if they did that. I guess not. But I uh, don't know. I don't, what you're saying, you can still get, how you is still that? still Woody. Both Nettles and Applewhite were overwhelmed by the scrutiny that came with their raised public profile. That same year, they decided that they were going to stop adding new members. Later in 1975, the crew, as they called themselves before adopting the moniker Heaven's Gate, assembled at a hotel in Waldport, Oregon. After selling all the worldly possessions and saying farewell to loved ones, the group vanished from the motel and from the public eye. But they didn't now, in the ancient bill. times, castration involved total removal of man, all the no. genitalia. That's your oh, eunuch. That's, that's your eunuch, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right there. That night on the CBS Evening News, Walter Cronkite reported that the group had disappeared in one of the very first waves of national media response to the developing religious group. Oh, it can, s- they use it for uh, prostate cancer to slow down prostate cancer, it can, and it can greatly reduce uh, sex drive. So I won't guess it completely. And you can grow boobs and you lose your body hair. And it can also um, reduce obsession, obsessive behavior. So I guess that's where the child. I guess where the, yeah. the guy that. Boston Strangler who masturbated 10 times a uh, Castration has uh, also been used in the United States for sex offenders to ensure they will not commit such crimes ever again. So. Alright. Are we done? Yeah. I'm just Are we uh, done talking about Well, castration is a serious subject. It is. I mean, I guess if it's a, a gender reassignment. My thing is Please do not take our balls lightly. Do not have it done. Uh, a score. Okay, so Walter Cronkite started reporting on these fruitcakes that disappeared. And it's, he said, a score of persons has disappeared. It's a mystery whether they've been taken on a so-called trip to eternity or simply been taken. In reality, Applewhite and Nettles had arranged for the group to go underground. From that point, Doe and T, as the two now called themselves, led the nearly 100-member group across the state, sleeping in tents and sleeping bags and begging on the streets. Evading detection of authorities and media allowed the group to focus on Doe and T's doctorate of helping members of the crew achieve a higher evolutionary level above human, to which they claimed to have already reached. They set out to reduce their followers to include only the most dedicated. Reaching the level above human required reframing from reframing? from earthly needs is that supposed Refrain. to be refraining Refrain. refraining from earthly needs desires and addictions sex, such as sex drugs or possessions or even the ego to the two the body was just a vehicle Ooh, in Vietnam are you kidding they me they would uh, they castrate by removing both the penis and testicles with a sharp knife or metal blade yeah well you know how they used to do it in olden days is they'd tie a rope around you just like when you had a loose tooth mm-hmm. they'd tie a little string and around slam your a door. testicle and Ooh. slam a door yeah yeah apple white that happens when you know because some some of those vaginas have teeth i told you less than one percent yeah but still yeah and that that can lead to castration as well mm-hmm. you so hit the uh, vagina dentina for our male <laughs> listeners there you always want to make sure you uh take a look at look at see 
um, before you know doing before making love. Yeah, don't be just sticking things in there willy nilly. You got to check mm-hmm. it out real good. In 1778, Thomas Jefferson wrote a bill in Virginia reducing the punishment for rape, polygamy, or sodomy from death to castration. So he was very progressive. That sounds reasonable. Very progressive. He was a renaissance man. He was a progressive Yeah, they used guy. that, though, in slavery, too. So that wasn't cool. All right. Continue, Brady. Are you sure? Because I could take a nap. No, I'm just, I just like to inform the reviewers or listeners about uh, They want to know rape. about the castration. Castration, yeah. No, I think they're familiar. Applewhite and Nettles and the crew were no longer people with human histories. Instead, they now had clean slates and had taken on new lives. Their main belief centered around the recycling of planet Earth, in which the Earth is wiped clean and refurbished by some odd numbers, every some odd number of years. They believed that the only way to escape this recycling was to leave Earth as soon as possible. In order to do this, Heaven's Gate's members had to leave their bodies or vehicles behind and venture to the comet Hale-Bopp. Although suicide was looked down upon by the members, it was the only way they could come up with to free themselves. The structures, the structure of Heaven's Gate could be compared to that of a medieval mon, monastic order. Monastic. Uh, monastic. Whatever. You I, know, need, I need to really start giving you the tougher words, Colonel. I think she took one of my pages, and that might have been on there, okay. Jimmy. I'm sorry. Continue, Brandy. Just do your best you can. <laughs> Just take it one letter at a time yeah, yeah. and sound them out. Phonetically. Fuck you. Please continue, Brandy. That was very good. Yeah. Mm. Group members gave up their material possessions and lived... A life devoid of many indulgences. Yeah, that's the fifth time I've seen that sentence. The group was tightly knit. I'm emphasizing it. (laughs) Okay? They're cutting off their balls. Here we go. Wait. And and in case you didn't know, Mm. the group was tightly knit, and they shared everything communally. (laughs) Just in case you didn't know. I mean, they they ate all the same soup soup bowl. Yeah. Heaven's Gate practiced their traditions through the 70s and early 80s. They even brought in several more members. However, during this time, Nettles was suffering from cancer. In 1982, Nettles had her eye removed due to cancer. It was informed by doctors. <laughs> Why is that funny? That the cancer. That is awful. You're making laughing at a woman who had her eye, eye removed because of cancer. Oh, these poor bastards are getting the nuts cut off well, and she lost an eye. First she of all. She can still get a woody. Well, first of all, she, well. First of all, you know what? Every it time, doesn't matter because they're leaving this earthly vehicle anyway. Well, every time, so, so her walking around with a bedazzled patch <laughs> on her eye and a peg leg is not that big a deal. Every time she'd say goodbye, she said, "I keep an eye out for you." <laughs> her okay, s- hold, her on. Sandy hold on, quick one. No. I got to my brother-in-law. God damn it! My brother-in-law. You got to wrap building this up, girl. We're, we're about two hours in this thing so far. And uh, he uh, okay. No. I'll tell I, I got the remind, fuck out okay. shut the fuck up. I go meet this guy. I go work for my brother-in-law when I'm in eighth grade. Okay. okay? He owns a building supply company. He, he gets me, he stops and gets donuts, says, go back to the shed, meet, introduce yourself to Russ. Okay. I go back. Russ is this, this old a country guy. so far. Old country guy. Okay. Sticks out his hand, says, I'm Russ, nice to meet you. Motherfucker's eye falls out, hits the table. 
Of course, right. it did. Did he pop I it back? Never in? seen. Yeah, he, he just picked it, it up. Yeah. He just he put it in his mouth, dust it off, yeah. stuck it. Yeah, I ain't never seen nothing like it my whole life. Now tell me, you've had an incident when you was talking to somebody, somebody's goddamn eye fell out Jesus and hit the Christ, table. Jesus Christ, you know you can get castration anxiety. I guess. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> Timmy's <laughs> got that now. Yeah. All right, and need Xanax. And so, hey. So, old girl had her eye removed right. and was informed by doctors that the cancer was spreading quickly through her body. Well, that's not good. She, of course, knowing everything, stated the doctor was ignorant and believed, <laughs> along with Applewhite, that she could not die as they were, well, they had to ascend together. Well. So, if I'm going, you're going with me, fucker. Yeah. So, I'm good. Yeah. So, the cancer worsened uh, and it continued to her liver. Ah, she, see, when she, you see your liver, it's not good. Here we go. And I didn't realize that you could do this. She refused to die oh. for two years. Well, fuck, I'm going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> Get, Get behind the Grim Reaper. Yeah. I'm out. I'm Hot sorry. I'm Got sorry. shit to do. Yeah. So she claimed that she could not leave Applewhite behind. Although if you're castrated, you might, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, thank you. Eventually, she succumbed to the disease and passed away on January oh. 20th, 1985. So she gave in and at said, At Parkland oh. Memorial Hospital. Uh, which was, Colonel? Where was it? That's famous? where JFK was taken. That's where he died. Well, that's where he was taken. Yeah, he probably died on the way. But probably died when his head He was died in the car. Off. Yeah, when his head was blown off, but that's where he was taken. Well, while she was there as a patient, she used a pseudonym, Shelley West. Okay. On her deathbed, she convinced Applewhite and the rest of the group that her broken-down vehicle was left behind. And they were to follow her shortly. So her body was her vehicle. Her vessel, yes. Yeah. Okay. Once Nettles had passed, Applewhite completely took over leadership of the group. Well, yeah, who else is going to do it? He controlled nearly... And you know what? They lived communally. They did? They did. They shared everything. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have any balls. But balls. Applewhite was crazy, and even he knew it. <laughs> he had a ch history of checking himself into mental institutions. That's Okay, I, I'm sorry, y'all, but... Who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> you're all following me, and I'm nuttier and shit. That's right. So anyway... In, so what's that make you? In 1997... <laughs> you went down and got your balls cut off for me. <laughs> Dumbasses. Oh, my bad. <laughs> and I'm a fucking basket case. So he gives this tape of himself speaking about mass suicide and asserts... It was the only way to evacuate this earth. Oh, yeah. You ever see that video? It's on YouTube. Yeah. That's creepy. He doesn't blink, man. The dude doesn't blink. Well, right. Applewhite believed that after their deaths, an unified flying object, and now in parentheses, Timmy's got UFO for me. Well, good. Apparently, yeah. Shorten that shit down. <laughs> Would take their souls to another level of existence above human, which he described as being both physical and spiritual. Amen. So... So, yeah, they're waiting for the comet to come by and pick them up. So this and other UFO-related beliefs held the group and led some observers to characterize the group as a type of UFO religion. Hmm. But now in October 1996, they went down to Nationwide, because they was on their, on their side, side. Mm -hmm. and purchased alien abduction insurance Did that would cover that? up to 50 members and pay out $1 million per uh, person. See. They were scamming because they knew that that they knew UFOs, aliens were going to pick them up. And they, wait a minute, I want to know: Does Nationwide sell? Well, apparently somebody UFO did. You, know, you can buy all kind of crazy kind of insurance. Now this it's policy like, covered. Um, uh, go ahead. Abduction, abduction. Yeah. 
impregnation or death by alien. What about probing? Now here's what I want to know. Yeah, probing, can, uh, it's too frequent. It happens too frequently. How the but hell you know you what? Gonna, how are you going to collect if the aliens got you? Well, I think that's what they're banking on. But I, I'm telling you what, I I will personally insure you against uh, alien abduction. I would appreciate like. that. Premium's only ten dollars a month. I'll give you a hundred no dollars worth of insurance. Well. Here's the thing, though. If there's all that probing, I mean, you're going to need some kind of insurance so that you can be made whole again once you get done with the probing. Well, you know what pisses you off? You can't even get it. You can't even get an insurance company to uh, cover your air conditioning in your home. But (laughs) 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 they're covering you against alien abductions. You're going to need an O-ring replacement. His mental health's declining rapidly, and Apple White decided. Maybe it's time for us to all end all this. Yeah, he's saying now, he's a photo saying. of this of a spot trailing the Hell Bop Comet. Wasn't that a Hanson Brothers song? Hell Bop. Hell Bop. You jackass. Hell Bop. I don't hell. know what they're from. Okay. It's Henson, yeah. Which was nearing Earth. Bop, yeah. Applewhite taught his group uh, that the marker was evidence that the Heaven's Gate co-founder, Bonnie Nettles, was following in a comet in a spaceship, oh. waiting to beam the souls of the departed members aboard as the comet neared the Applewhite's mental health deteriorated. And, you, you know, when he makes this announcement, do you think people are just, like, listening, or do you think they're, like, raising their hands with questions? Or? <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, excuse I think me. Much, I'm just, just to be, just to clarify. Just to, make, just to make sure I'm with you here. <laughs> so this is, uh, Bonnie is uh, flying a spaceship uh, in behind the comet. She's flying behind the spaceship. She's going to pick us up. Um, I'm on. Are we on the same page here? <laughs> so, he he put Christ. together several video messages explaining his actions, and strangely, he could speak at great length without blinking his eyes. Sweet. That's hard yeah. to do, Brandy. But you can't do that more than ten seconds. After claiming but that a spacecraft without blinking your eyes. No. What I can't do is sit in here for ten seconds without rolling my eyes. Yes. There's a difference. I mean, if you well, probably because he was castrated, that probably helps him with that blinking. You think? <laughs> His eyes were always bugged out, like <laughs> I have no balls. <laughs> now, after claiming that a spacecraft was trailing the comet Hell Bop, you know, commit suicide without having any balls really takes a lot of balls. <laughs> it does. I don't know that you need balls to get into heaven. All right. All right. What if you need them after in the next life? See, that's why next, I, that's what worries me about being an organ donor. Uh-huh. Nobody knows where we're going. Okay, now I donate my eyes. Now you know I lived a righteous life, Timmy. Mm-hmm. I donate my eyes. All of a sudden, they send me up to heaven. I'm banging into walls and Dude, whatnot. I'm donating my penis because I want it to live on after me. God help us. <laughs> <laughs> See, what if you get to heaven and need your penis, Timmy? I, I want my penis to be continuing to serve mankind long after I'm gone. Womankind. You know, it doesn't serve well. It doesn't serve us now. We don't know what kind of, we don't, maybe, you know, maybe the Muslims are right that you get 375 virgins or something. Yeah. You know, I think that's only one sect, but I, I mean, who knows who they're, right. they're, they're really not virgins. They just say that. <laughs> they pick them up on back page. Or they did. Not, they can't now. <laughs> no, not anymore. Yeah. Well, after claiming that the spacecraft um, was trailing Comet Hell Bop, he persuaded them to 38 followers to commit suicide. 
On April 20th, Applewhite took his 38 disciples, and his 38 disciples took phenobarbital, mm. mixed with applesauce, and washed down with a mixture of vodka. There you go. That's a nice little cocktail. Nothing like applesauce yeah. and vodka. Then they wrap nothing bags. Says, nothing says caught like applesauce, vodka, and <laughs> Nothing. After ingesting this, they wrap plastic bags around their heads, which clearly, they were clearly marked, this is not a toy. Right. <laughs> the dead included 21 women and eight, 18 men. Well, really, 30, of, really 39 women since the men didn't have any balls. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. All right, go ahead. The decree the deceased were between 26 and 72 and believed to have died in three groups over three successive days with the remaining participants cleaning up after each group's... I'd want to go first. I yeah, I want to go first. I wouldn't want to clean up, clean up that shit. 15 members died on the 24th, then 15 more on the 25th, and nine on the 26th. The survivors always neatly arranged their dead comrades' bodies before committing suicide themselves. They but what about need, that last one? You gotta have someone there left to do it all. That's like the thing, you know, an eye for an eye. Everybody's gonna be blind. Yeah. No. Yeah, because the last person would have have one eye left. Right. Right. Gandhi yeah. was wrong. I want to be that guy. I want to be the last guy because I'd be like, no, you fucking everybody blind. Yeah. Yeah. Except I'll for one turn guy. out the lights on my way out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just throw a match in there and be done with it. Actually, one of the guys did. One of the guys didn't uh, didn't commit suicide. Go ahead, Kenneth. So the survivors always neatly arranged bodies. Leader Applewhite was the third to last member to die. Two women remained after him and were the only ones found without bags over their heads. Among the dead was Thomas Nicholas, brother of actress Nichelle Nicholas, who is best known for her role as Urethra, Urethra in the original Star Trek series. Mm. Uhura. Uhura? Uhura. I don't know. I never watched Star Trek. Break it down one syllable at a time. <laughs> Uhura. 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 She's badass. Well, Only her one brother, of the group's members. Her brother was a fruitcake, but no, she was no, badass. No, he was part of this uh, cult. Yeah. Rio D'Angelo and Richard Ford, of the, only one of the group's members, Rio D'Angelo or Richard Ford, did not kill himself. D'Angelo, who had been chosen to stay on earth and continue preaching the group's message, went on to Heaven's Gate's house and found 39 dead bodies. I'm going to be that guy. I'll stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll stay. You know, I, I'm not on, with, on board with the castration stuff, but if you need someone, you know, kind of <laughs> yeah. hang back. Yeah. I will preach your word. <laughs> yeah. Now, he videotaped the mansion, but the tape was, now this is 97. He didn't show the tape to the police until 2002. When the bodies were found, they were each nestled comfortably in the bunk beds located in their 9,200-square-foot home. Yeah, I mean, that's a big that's house a big in San house. Diego. Yeah. Yeah, they so were they all dressed in identical outfits, black pants and shirts, Nike sneakers, and armband patches. The armband read Heaven's Gate Away Team. <laughs> wow. Each member had three quarters well, in their pocket. Well, he wanted to be able to be identified. To make a phone call. And they a five dollar bill to cover vagrancy. Yeah, they had that five dollars. Yeah, all I but heard three that of the somewhere. bodies were arranged neatly on the beds with their faces and torsos covered with a purple cloth. Each body had packed luggage at the sides. Well, what the hell? <laughs> well, wait, wait a minute. What did they pack in the luggage? Because they gave up all their shit. <laughs> I don't know. They just had luggage. They had black pants and black shoes. According to Apple's personal video. 
<laughs> Recordings prior to the mass, uh, he and the members were committing suicide to evacuate Earth. Following the evacuation of Earth, he and his members were to jump aboard a spacecraft that would take them to the new souls to another level existence above human, much like Timmy. Mm-hmm. The mass suicide, the worst ever on American soil. Two former members of Heaven's Gate, Wayne Cook and Charlie Humphreys, later committed suicide in a similar manner. Humphreys survived the suicide pact with Cook in May 1997, but immediately killed himself in February 1998. Yeah, if first, Ultimately, if at I'm first sorry. first you don't succeed. Yeah. Now, while the whole Heaven's Gate story is eerie in itself, probably the most eerie and hair-raising part of this story is the fact that the original Heaven's Gate website is still active. I think it's heavensgate.com. And they take PayPal. While no one really knows who is running the website and who is answering emails and inquiries, it is definitely still being looked after and man- maintained. It's the, li- it's the one guy they left alive. We can only assume that a few of Heaven's Gate's members decided to stay here on planet Earth in their human vehicles. Yeah, it's Heaven's Gate. Dot com. Yes. And I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So it is still up. So there it is. Please uh, check it out. Go there and um, join up or, or, you know, whatever. You have to give up your earthly possessions and your balls, apparently. But uh, heavensgate.com uh, is there. Um, it'll tell you how to get on Haley's Bop Comet. It's too late for the Hell Bop Comet. Well. Yeah, it'll come back around a couple. Of how do you? How do we know that they didn't make it? Hmm? How do we know they didn't really make it? Well, they're taking orders for books and videotapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems like it. I mean, uh, come on. Yeah, that seems a little self-serving, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. What do you, you think? Email them, uh, Brandy. What's your thoughts on Heaven's Gate? Well, their website is cheesy as hell. Oh, and it's on a red alert. <laughs> yeah, I've, I got a feeling that red alert's always there. Um, Other than the design, is kind of cool. I just, I don't know. I don't, I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't see, like I said, the thing that amazes me about these cults is that, um, not that there's crazy people in the world, we know that, but it's just that they get caught up in the same delusion, you know? The away team returns to the level above humans. That's what I'm saying. We don't know. Maybe they maybe they made it. I don't know. They keep saying excerpt from our book. Yeah, this is a they're 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 selling shit here. But anyway, you can check that out at heavensgate.com. Oh, there's a picture of an alien. It says how a member of the Heaven's Gate might appear. Oh, good. Oh, uh, this is definitely a 1997 website. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's being maintained. I mean, you know, it's someone's paying. To keep it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Colonel, your final thoughts on Heaven's Gate. Well, they have a position against suicide now. <laughs> they do. Well, they had a pos- that was their position before. Yeah. What, what's their position on castration? Because that concerns me uh, more. That, Dude. It appears the last two guys are anti-castration. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was interesting. Uh, so That's crazy as fuck. I don't know what... Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of that story. Uh, Colonel, you got some shout-outs for us? I do, Timmy. Lay them on me. I do. Let's start with uh, 
Tasha and Ophelia. Out there in California, I want to say a special shout out to Radika Smith, who I had a chance to chat with early or this weekend a little bit. Say hi to her and um, thank you for listening. She might okay. not want people she's, to know she's talking to you. It was just brief. She, she's still she on Team Colonel, nice. just so we're Yeah, clear. she was just being polite. She's a very nice young lady. Um, Jeff Girdley, Sam Hildebrand. Um, Linda Middleton, you've already got her. Yes. Missy Dean Horton, Britt and Chris. Yes, Britt and Chris. I was in Atlanta, so I didn't get to see you, but hopefully we'll meet up. Uh, and I think they're coming to CrimeCon, I think. Celine. Hi, Celine. Dr. Jeff and lovely Don. Jeff Chestnut. with his monocle. Mm-hmm. His monocle's a panty droppers, Brady. You, you, did your economic professor have a monocle? He did not have a monocle. He's talking about <laughs> Jeff. Just did, he have, did he have a pocket protector? Did he use protection of any sort? <laughs> Shut up. God, get on with it. Pocket or any other kind. Um, Dr. Jeff's thinking about bringing ascots back, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So and like and, and his lovely I, wife Dawn. Yes, yeah, she's very lovely. Um, Teresa Slavin, Tommy Boomerang. Sorry, go ahead. Hi, Tommy. Um, Shonda and Larry. Our favorite. Uh, our favorite activist, group. crazy yeah. activist. Not crazy. They're very nice people. No, they're crazily active. Oh yeah, they are. Very. Uh, all of the Trowbridges. The Trowbridge clan. Um, Colton and Phyllis Munson. Hi, Phyllis. Aaron Wentz. Um, Donna, of course, Donna Curran, mm -hmm. and this show, whole show's been dedicated to Tucker, and I don't feel we've probably yeah. done his memory justice here. Yeah, um, I hope you're doing better, Donna. Brian and Lisa Lawton. Yeah, we do hope you're doing better, Donna. Um, Olivia really Meyer. For you. Olivia Meyer. The lovely, lovely Katja. And let me say that, Katja. Katja she gave me a, a, a topic for a podcast, and... Uh, we're going to do it, hopefully do it this week. And uh, I asked, I, I had some problems Find it's a story out of Norway, and I had problems finding references for it, and she sent me a ton of links, uh, oh, resources you? there to use. So thank you, Katja. We're going to get that story out real soon, hopefully this week. All right, Kate McCarthy, um, Bridget Clavey, Byron Snellings, Denny McNamara. And by the way, you got Kate's name spelled wrong. You've got K-A-T-E. Doesn't Kate spell it C-A-T-E? Kate McCarthy? Uh-huh. It's C. Yeah. He spelled it wrong. I'm saying it, Kate. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't... It doesn't matter why. Well, it, Will you let him do his thing? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry, Kate. Here's how far I got so far. I know. I am sorry, Dude, Kate, that uh, Colonel cannot spell your name correctly. I apologize. It's an embarrassment to the show. <laughs> but Kate's going to join us for it. She's going to sit in on a podcast sometime in February. William Truax, Amber Croup, Gina Spillane, Trixie, Stephanie Quick, Sydney and Michael, of course, Jamie Tarantino, our favorite artist, Laura O'Reilly, um, Gabby Lewis, John Cunningham, Tara, Bond, Gene Bond, Lydia, um, Brandy McBride, another one of our favorites. Yes, exactly. Um, Maggie Glover, Jeff Appel. Christine Bourgeois. And what are we going to do the Million Man March for, Timmy? Katie Moorhead. There we go. What do you not care about if you are castrated? Moorhead. Yeah. Uh, Mary Ray. More or less head. <laughs> Marvin Hammond. 
course, Andy Valley, Cheryl Musco. Did you guys see that story about the woman who the guy broke into her house and she gave him head? <laughs> I'm pretty I sure that's that. fake news. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> bullshit. Are you think you think it's fake news? Because she said because I climbed in the window to our house, then then snuck through the garage, came in the back door, with a, with a tried mask. to come in the bathroom. Yeah, not, ain't nothing happened there. <laughs> well, anyway, she says they they they're they're you know they're they're, they're quoting her as saying. And he wasn't no minute man either. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> really, <laughs> you gotta Perfect. give me. You know, you, if someone really did that, you like say like that was the smallest dick I've ever saw, mm-hmm. or he come for it in like a second. No, she, I hope he breaks in again. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Rusty, Becky Mitchell, um, Steve Miller. She really just encouraging any uh, any <laughs> anybody out there to break in her home, really. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she is. That's, uh... Get that address out there. (laughs) Yeah. Good Lord. All right, we got Steve Miller, um, Nicholas Starr, and Molly. um, Natasha Davis, Neil Eagleton, Stewie Benton, Maja Zinalco, a new listener, Ali Nett, she's new, Christine Hauer, Leah Pangburn, Natalie Parsons, both new people. Lauren Feller, Todd Long, Diane Student, of course, from History Goes Bump. Yeah, very good podcast. I listened to that this weekend. Allison Shields, Aaron Fowler, um, Stephanie Lynn Poling, Leah McAllister, Mike Rosen, Tammy Ennis, Valerie Murray, Chris. Kristen Andreasen, Nancy Weller, Anita Darden, Jessica Winchester, Carla Nelson. Yes, you had a message on our Facebook page from Bridget Butler Shellac, who says you do not give her shout outs. No, I just got her. All right. Bridget, hold on. No, you know what? I typed her name in here. Bridget Butler Shellac, Mm -hmm. right? Right. She's right here. All right. Just so shout out. Let me get her out of here. Bridget Butler. Sh- or let me get her shout out done right here. Okay. Bridget Butler Schlack. Um, let's see. Robin Sanchez. TJ Youngblood. Tom Tui. Dave Hill. John Gray. Don Gordon. Kristen Davidson. Susan Angles. Lovely Little Emmy Waterfall. Christian Dormer. Danielle Fredrickson, Amber Anderson, Peter Fumo, Ron Rodgeke, Kelsey Fro, who's crazy, George Huckler, Alan Dobbs, Colleen Madsen, um, Tyra Jenkins, Amy Carol Payne, Jason, of course, Jason Dyke, Sammy James, Your Handler, Eddie Rushing, Sunyana, um, another Chicago girl, Lindsay McMillan. Tara Chinchilla. We have a lot of Chicago listeners. Maybe we can do a Chicago live show in Chicago. I'm going to be going up there soon. We have a lot of listeners up there. Jennifer Hawkins, Kim Kamikaze, Nancy Palomino, Jalapeno, Toby Deese, um, Jennifer, and let me get this one right. Savoda. Savoda. I'm guessing. Yeah. That's right. Um, Ali, Ali got it. Ali Nett, I got Holly Woodward, Jay Alford, Aaron Shipley, Sophia Panta, 
Ronnie Rhodes, um, another, well, much she doesn't need a shout out from us, but Nina Instead. Yes, from Nina from the Already Gone podcast. I listened to uh, her sh- two part series on the Oakland County child murders. It was really good. Really good. That's the Already Gone podcast. Check it out if you get a chance. Lauren Meredith, Kelly Colwell. That sounds, as I put on the page, sounds like a lovely Irish name. Annette Petray, Steph Glenn, Christina Hodges, Christina Montana, Maria Barber, Jennifer Potts, Sydney Overstreet Hamilton, Paul Mampilli, Mike Arnold, Melissa Lubrano, Brittany Powell. Our two, three Heathers, Heather Hall, Heather Poole, Heather Marshall. We have a lot of Heathers and a lot of Ambers. And Daza, Jeff Hopkins, of course. Um, aren't we already say Joe Hopkins? John Janke, Mike Taylor. You know what? You can never Lise. say Joe enough because he's a good guy. Joe's a lunatic. No, Joe's a good guy. He Kevin Behan, Carol Nash, uh, Maddie Kennan, Pavlava, Amelia Roscoe, Michael Daniel, Jim Moya, Jessica Biscop, Bishop, Lynn Evan, Liz Evans, Brenda Deutsch, Stacy Lynn, Todd, Jeffrey Dolan, Todd Long, and Allison Snyder recently joined our Facebook page. Oh, great. I'll get them added. Um, Marion Buckwald, Jennifer Winans-Miller, Susanna Sheldon, Skip Bayou, Callie, Callie Jones. I like Callie. Brandy Deese, Andy Smeisner, Dan Hamer, Norma DiMaggio, Karen Alden, Angie L., Amber Trevino, Lauren Meredith, um, and then, of course, we got um, the Colonel Squad. Yeah, this is our the, the Heaven's Gate crew. Yeah, they're going to um, be drinking uh, uh, whiskey and, uh, what was it, applesauce? Yes. Yeah, they're just going to be... You know what? But they'll be drinking whiskey, taking Fina Barbatol just for the fun of it. Too. Yeah. Not to kill themselves. We're, we're going to moderate the dose on that. All right. Um, Liz Keating. Lovely course. Liz Keating. She gave me a suggestion today for a topic. I, Liz, I'll look into it and see what we can do. Uh, beautiful mascot of our team. Lovely little Fallon. Um, and I say little Fallon. She I like sent Fallon. me a message telling me I'm 5'6". <laughs> I like I like Fallon. She's I always have. got something. She always has some funny comments. Um, Radika Smith. Yes, we. Angela Copes. Yes, Angela. Scotty J. Jennifer Siemens. Monica Diagostino. Diagostino. I'm sorry, Monica. Stephanie. Quick. Hope you're doing well. I got Stephanie. Did Stephanie you get Leah Pengburn? I think she's new. Leigh Lee Pengburn. Anyway, welcome, Lee. Okay. Um, Shannon Rossett, of course. She's out there leading in the marches. Amanda Bocci Ball. Jessica Williams. Um, Jessica is a, just a funny, funny girl. Yes. Funny woman. I'm glad you're back, say. Jessica. She was away for a little while. She, was, she had the flu and feeling under the weather. Um, I'm glad you're feeling better. Frances Darton. Jana Fitzgerald. Karen Barnes, Jen Burdick, Sarah Mimosa, Nicola, Angie Ball. Um, there's one who I am missing, but I'm going to have to get my... Rebecca Montanle, Mike Eisenhower, Danielle Fredrickson, Andy Sparacho. Um, if I missed you, 
Oh, and Jim Wicks, I forgot about, I skipped over Jim. Jim has the flu, Jim, and we hope you're feeling better. Yes. Um, hope, you're, hope you're already back to work. Um, the lovely, lovely Lady Beverly. Yes, Lady Beverly. I'm watching The, um, the Crown on Netflix, and one of uh, Lady Beverly's longtime friends was uh, I in, saw that. in one of the episodes, yes. Have you, have you seen The Crown? The, the, have you seen the show? I've not watched it yet, but oh. it's in my queue. It's really good. It's really good. It's really well done. And, of course, the person we do this show for, Miss Dottie Scott. Yes, thank you, Mom. Okay. Who that, loves Elvis. She does love Elvis. She does. Uh, Brandy. Yes. Where can people find us? You can find us on Facebook. Yeah, we have two pages. One is called History Dweebs, but um, the, page is where we, the page that we all interact with all the folks that were mentioned here today is History Dweebs, the podcast Thank group. You. So please join History, Dwe- <laughs> History Dweebs, the podcast group. Uh, we would love to have you. A lot of fun uh, folks there, and uh, we interact, and uh, a lot of crazy shenanigans going. on. Wouldn't you say shenanigans? I would say shenanigans. Yes. Where else can people find us, Brandy? Uh, let's see. You can find us on Twitter. Yeah, at History Dweebs 1, or you can follow the colonel at? Hawk Walters. Hawk Walters, W-H-A-K. W-A-L-T-E-R-S. I'm in a Twitter fight with uh, with Donald Trump right now. Yeah. Perfect. Real Donald. Yeah. Me and him going back and forth. And then he called me a loser. Of course he did. And you can find Sad. Us, <laughs> you can find us on iTunes. Yes, please leave us a review if, uh, if you're on uh, iTunes. We got a very nice review on iTunes uh, the other day. Uh, and uh, we appreciate that very, very much. It... Um, it helps other people find us because it helps us move up in the rankings on uh, iTunes and it makes the, our podcast easier to find. So we'd like to thank Sister Friend 6 for the very, very nice uh, positive review from Canada. Uh, she's also part of our page, so I'm not sure who she is on our page, but well, let us know. Identify yourself. Yeah, oh, please. Because identify we yourself. Really appreciate that. All right. Um, you can also find us on Stitcher and all the uh, podcast apps. Uh, we're, you know, more popular than Captain Kangaroo. Don't you think so, Brandy? We are. Well, I think at least Mr. Green Jeans. Yeah, well, Mr. Green Jeans. I see. I, I think he was a serial killer. Yeah. All right, that'll about do it. Um, we'll hope you enjoyed Heaven's Gate, and we'll see you again next time on History Dweebs. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.